I don't know, Rendo. I think this is a terrible idea. I don't think Totonami Senpai will approve. I'm telling you, this is what we need to win the game. I don't think drinking a hundred cups of coffee between the three of us is such a good idea. Are you kidding? It's a genius idea. We get stronger when we eat. Feed the cheapest food we can get. That will give us the best stat gains. We can't lose. Well, I guess it's worth a try. I'm going to put some sugar in mine for an extra boost. Time's up. An hour later. What are you brain-dead binomials doing? Uh, my stomach. Tomonami, 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 Tomonami. Oh, I get it. You think that if you drink coffee, you're going to get stronger? Huh? Uh, uh, sort of your plan? <laughs> oh, you stupid fractals. I don't feel stronger. I just feel bloated. And I think Nagi's heart's about to explode. Tomonami, 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 Tomonami. Oh, never. Never use coffee to get stronger. Yeah, lesson learned. No, no, no. See, you got to use boba tea to min-max. Come on, Zeptograms. We're going to go calculate some mad stats. Tomonami, Tomonami, Tomonami. I can see through the code. Tomonami, my love. Hey baby, here the games are calling, backlogs growing at alarming rates. Mercy. And maybe you seem a bit confused, RP gamers. Kev will set you straight. <laughs> but Matt don't know what to do with those saga games or FFA. He's playing again. Neptunia games all over this place. What is a boy to do? Hello and welcome to RPG Backtrack, your regular deep dive into your favorite RPGs. We are a production of RPGamer.com, bringing you such fine podcasts like RPG Cast, your weekly RPG news show, Q&A Quest, your weekly RPG feedback show, and us, your bi-weekly nostalgia show. I am your host, Kelly Ryan, b- back from the land of the rising sun, finally. And with Woo-hoo. me, as always, my podcast partner in crime, the fret to my rendo, Mr. Matt Mason. I don't know if I need to fret over being called that, but I'm glad you're back. I am glad to be back, too. Um, let me tell you, we, we were talking, Vaughn and I were, my husband and I were talking about it, and he's like, one, one week isn't enough, but two weeks is almost too much. Because we, we were pretty exhausted. When you hit three weeks on those uh, cross-country trips, that's way too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I mean, by day 10, we're like, we're, we're tired and homesick. Uh, we almost want to go home, but we we're already booked. Um, so, so we just ended up doing some low-key things like going to a cat cafe where the cats just didn't want anything to do with us. <laughs> Which, I, listener, I hear you saying, well, that's cats in general. Well, no, cats can be bribed with like treats and toys, but these cats didn't even want toys. Uh, they were they were like purebred cats that were clearly picked for their looks because they just didn't want any but anything to do with anybody. Um, but the railway ca- cat cafe was good. Um, yeah. Uh, that that being said, uh, we're talking about Neo World ends with you tonight. Um, going to be kind of a cozy show because it's just me and Strawberry Egg slash Cassandra. Hello, everybody. Um, unfortunately, Sam couldn't finish the game, and I didn't think to recruit Anna, but I, to be honest, she's, the last time I tried to recruit her, she said she couldn't remember anything, so, and I was so... <laughs> I was so busy trying to get stuff ready for my vacation and did this hitting like a couple of days after I got back. It's like, you know what? I'm I'm not going to bother her. We're just going to have a nice cozy show. Sometimes Mm -hmm. that works out for the best. Yeah. Um, if, if we get an hour out of it, that's that's perfectly fine. I don't mind doing the the shorter shows just with two people, um, especially since we we both love the sh- the shit out of this game, don't we? Cass? Yes, yes, we do. Um, I I love the original Neo. Or the original World Ends with You on the DS, and when the, they announced the sequel, I I was very excited. Very. Yes, so was I. Um. So, so yeah, uh, we're gonna have a brief musical interlude with some of the amazing music from this game and then we're going to come back and we're just going to dive right in so stick around we'll be right back
RPG Backtrack, where we are talking about Neo World Ends With You, and uh, released on the Nintendo Switch and PS4 on July 27th, 2021, and then later for uh, Windows via Steam on September 28th. And Cass, I believe you were on the original World Ends With You Backtrack back in 2016? Yes, I was. I, I wasn't sure how long ago that was, because, gosh, when did that game come out? It was... That was say, 2008, I want to say. Yeah. Um, it, it was original DS, so it's been a while. Yes. Um, according to the developers, the reason why this game took forever was because they were too busy with Kingdom Hearts stuff. Well, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Got a lot um, of games. And also, the like, World Ends With You didn't ever sell all too well. Thankfully, I guess, the... Uh... The um the recent the final remix version released on the Switch and I think the PS4 as well I guess did adjust enough finally. Um, let me check because I I believe it was just Switch and there was some mobile version. Yeah, the there, there was solo remix. Oh, maybe it was. Yeah, Nintendo DS, iOS, Android, and Switch for okay. the original game. Um, and uh, according to Square Enix, they said that the this game didn't meet their sales expectations either. Which I'm I'm wondering is that like them being stupid like they were with tomb raider or did it actually not sell well i don't know because because they were saying the same crap about final fantasy 16 this year and it was like uh how much money are you wanting but, <laughs> oh, but clearly but i digress uh, they also thought that they called this one neo because it was um even though it was a sequel it was significantly more new ideas in both gameplay and narrative which i i buy that totally mm-hmm. Um, the first thing I thought when I heard this game was announced, well, it's like, well, what's the battles are going to be? What are the battles going to be like? Because the the first game was so famous for having the DS touch controls and was one of the few RPGs I played that, like, really, the touch controls felt really good. Yes, and it was basically two battle systems at the same time on, bo- on, the, to- on the top and bottom screens. Yeah, because um, I think I always had the AI try to take care of the top screens, but top screen, but you still had to manage it a little bit. Mm. And I remember drive, driving my poor father nuts p- playing that while we were uh, watching TV after eating dinner, just me going dot, 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 slash, 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 circle on the bottom screen. And he's like, Kelly, will you quit that? Like, oh, sorry. Um, but but I, I appreciate how they did transition the battle system with this. So this time around, you've still got the pen thing going on, but each mm-hmm. button controls a different character. Yes. And then uh, you have you press that and it, it initiates the attack. And in order to like combo attacks, you have uh, each pin has a certain uh, different ability in order to do what's called a, a drop, like called the beat drop, I believe. Yeah. Such as uh, like if you combo the slashes enough time or if you attack an enemy again after uh, one of the explosive attacks, say. And then right after you immediately have somebody else use a different button pin. And then that connects them, and that drives up the uh, um, the meat that that uh, percentage meter that's name's escaping me right now. Just oh gosh, uh, I just watched a video about it this morning, and I'm blanking on it too. But basically, your ultimate yes. meter for your, your, your move that does super damage. Um, the, the battle system this time around actually kind of reminded me of Valkyrie Profile because you're pretty much doing this same thing with characters assigned to different buttons and trying to combo together as many moves as you can um so that you can get it get the ultimate meter going yes and, yes and then that ultimate meter you can build it up to 100 percent, 200 percent, and then 300 percent. and you'll pretty much always want it set to 300 percent unless you're in a pinch i guess mm-hmm that just has the characters like raining down blasts from above to wipe out enemies. Really, really satisfying. Yeah, and and I believe you you start out with the two characters, and then it goes to three, and then I think by week two you're up to four, and you don't get the fifth and sixth characters until like a couple of days before the end. Yes, there's six to- total characters in. It. In the party, it like uh, and in battles too. You technically yeah. seven because one of them kind of leaves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that, that that's a good transition into the characters. So we've got um, Fret and Rindo, who are who are the two main characters who are playing the Reapers game. Uh, they, they pretty much die at the beginning of the game. Only well, well, sort of. 
sort of uh, uh one of them i think rindo can re can rewind time so they prevented that then somehow they still ended up in the reapers game so they the uh the uh like the uh, forces behind it kind of cheated ah okay they're, they're not actually not like none of them are dead this time around like as usually happens it just kind of wandered into the uh the underground the ug because that'll help mess things up to for the bad guys big plan and I, I did find it a little interesting that Brenda was kind of different from Neku in a way, and that Neku purposely wants to shut out, shut out the world, and Rendo is kind of just an extrovert and wants other people to deal with deal with stuff, and he just he doesn't want to make his own decisions. Yes. He just wants other people to do stuff for him. Yeah, he just goes with the flow a little too much, and I kind of I understand where he's coming from. That's kind of what oh, that's an completely. Oh, oh, completely. I I'm the exact same way. It's like you know what you you guys deal with the important decisions. I'll just be over here. I'll just be over here. Yeah. And of oh. course, he, lear- he uh, learns to become more of a, to take charge. He kind of has to, considering how things go. Yeah, since he's basically burdened with the, the time travel power and kind of has to decide whether or not he's going to keep using it. Yes. And, and, then, and then we've got the character I parodied at the beginning of the game, or at the, at the beginning of the show, whose name I am now completely blanking on. Nagi. You're thinking of Nagi. Nagi. Yeah. She's a gamer girl obsessed with uh, a particular otome game uh and and the main guy in it tomonami looks like another party member you get that was is one of the few or one of the returning characters from the previous game yes yes he's one of the he's one of the um one of the uh one of the game masters originally right see i had not played the, the original game since the first uh since, since way back in the ds ds days so a lot of the stuff that returned um was was completely over my head i completely oh, forgot about half the stuff yeah that's we're talking about show me show me nami moto he's by his last name minami moto he's obsessed with the uh, math puns and, and idioms and he secretly wants and he's presumably still trying to take over shibuya it seems for his own whatever his purposes are he's kind of a mysterious character too yeah uh, so the last game they were trying to take over shinjuku if i'm not mistaken it's still shibuya but the, the shinjuku reapers are involved in this game oh okay got gotcha he he wanted to he wanted to uh, take out the uh, composer and become the composer himself, and he's trying to do that again in this game. Although after he's beaten, because at some I forget exactly when it happens, but at some point the party does have to fight Minamimoto, and he as he takes on this new form of a new noise, and they beat him, and then he just kind of goes quiet. He he leaves the party. Who knows where he ran off to? So you kind of see him here and there. Um, I, I forgot to mention that I, I appreciate the name of the char- the team that you're on, which is called the Wicked Twisters. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's likely a reference to the uh, actual song Twister from the, from the first game, and it shows up in this game too. Yeah, um, and then in, kind of getting into spoiler territory, you you end up with another Reaper in your party who I'm trying to find the name of Shoka. You're thinking of Shoka. Sh- Shoka. Shoka. Um, I I want that hoodie she has, by the way. It is really yes. Um, I I also appreciate that uh, Aerie from the last game has her own clothing brand now. Aerie and Shiki. Yeah, Aerie and Shiki. Um, and you actually get to see what Shiki. I mean, you got a pretty good. You can get kind of a good look at her. You didn't see her eyes, but you finally see what Shiki looks like in this game. Since uh, remember for the first one, that her appearance is actually that of Aerie. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that was an interesting little twist. <laughs> I remember being kind of blown away by by that at the end of the game. It's like, oh, yeah. she, it's a plain plain girl, or she she's so plain looking, and the girl that she's mimicking is so. Is, just looks so fashionable. Mm-hmm. This is kind of an interesting toss-up of that. So you got cheeky, and then t- towards near the the very end of the game, uh, beat and Neku return. Yes, beat uh, first for a beat is around for a while. Neku was like pretty much at the very end of the game. Yeah, definitely during the last week. And the funny thing with beats is that you're kind of tricked into thinking he might be Neku at first because people are trying to look for Neku. The, uh, the Reapers are trying to look for Neku, and uh, he seems to show up, and he's wear- has his hoodie up, but it is just Beat, who now is wearing headphones all the time like Neku 
used to. Hmm. And curiously, Neku does not have his headphones anymore. Yeah, and I it was kind of neat seeing both of those characters uh, ca- kind of grown up, both in physical appearance and in, in attitude. Yeah. Uh, it's ne- three Neku years between oh, the first and second game, as I recall. Sorry, you cut out there for a second. Oh, it's, I think it's a three years between the first and second games, as I recall. Yeah, yeah. So, so Neku is, isn't a whiny emo kid anymore and beat while still kind of brash um seems a lot calmer than he was in the original Mm -hmm. game yes more thoughtful still not the brightest ball but uh definitely more definitely more thoughtful definitely my favorite himbo from the last game um so so that's all the wicked twisters and then you've got the reapers that show up yes including like see reapers from shinjuku because shinjuku somehow got erased (laughs) <laughs> you later do find out how it happened and that is from my understanding the way and i guess like a, a city being erased that'd be and that's like I, I i live in new york so to me that's like saying somehow queens got erased from exit not just from existence but from uh people's memories and like uh manhattan and long island stretched into what used to be uh queen where queens occupied and that's just bizarre to think about just the whole borough being a complete void mm-hmm. um the, the game master this time around is a guy named uh shiba miyakaze um sorry guys i'm gonna butcher these names all night um, who, who I fa- found out in a trivia video today on YouTube, it was based off of another uh, uh, kind of a famous TV host in Japan. Um, the, the name is blank is escaping me, but I, I just thought that was interesting. Yes, um, and his favorite fr- phrase is "greeting sheeple of, of Shibuya," or just "greetings." And then those there's a uh, T- Tanzo Kubo who got on my nerves every time he showed up. That's a guy that. That's the guy with the glasses, I think, right? Um, that that is the guy that I don't know if you played in Japanese or English. He had a kind of a very brazen New York accent, uh, and his character art's kind of manic. And uh, spoiler alert: he's the one that ended up being an angel. Oh wait, no, that was uh, uh was that Tom- Kubo? Of course, yes, yes, yes. No, no, I'm thinking of somebody else. I didn't recognize his first name. Yeah, but yeah, Kubo, the guy just sounds like a like a he's like the sleaziest car salesman you can think of. Oh, oh, he he, he was so greasy. He he needed to be on Exxon. <laughs> it's like I'm I'm not surprised that you're actually the main bad guy in this because you, you drive me up the wall. <laughs> um, yeah. And and then Kai, Kai, Kai I'm butchering this Kai, Kai Ono, um, who's the quiet fortune teller, like very quiet. He only communicates through text message. Yep, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ayano Kabachi, uh, the girl with the lizard on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, very close to Shoka. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Shoka was a reaper. Uh, reaper before. Um. For. Sorry, I was trying to remember what what that one big guy at the beginning's role was, and I oh he was a ruin bringer. Yes. Um, and spoiler so, alert: he is a reaper along with the other member, Sugumi. Ah, uh, so, so you're doing the Reapers game this time around, and people that win the Reapers game get a wish, and the the, the group, the ruin bringers, um, win every time, and their wish is to keep the game going. Um, and another thing different from this game's Reapers game versus the last one is that uh, anybody that completed a mission basically won the, won the game for the entire group every week. This time around, you're on teams, and the bottom scoring team gets eliminated. So that those um, first two weeks, you're kind of pitted up against other other teams, um, the Deep River Society, the Varia Beauties, and the Pure Hearts. Um, and yeah, I'm trying to find, uh, Susukichi is the leader of the Ruinbringers. Big hulking guy, um, spiky teeth that freaked me out. Yeah, like a Uh, shark. (laughs) Um, kind of dumb. Uh, I I was always appreciated that whenever he he took a selfie, it looked looked like very clear that he has no idea how to take a selfie. (laughs) A lot because he has big fingers. (laughs) Yeah, I I noticed that, too. Um, And and yeah, basically your goal this time around is to not not get eliminated and try to win the Reapers game so that you can finally bring it to an end. 
and then uh spoiler alert there's stuff about angels and trying to wipe out shibuya yes because they want to do the shibuya what they did to shinjuku just erase it through even dissonance noise and I, I i'm not fully don't fully understand but somehow the ruin bringers constantly causing the loop makes that like increases that dissonance apparently oh okay i don't think i caught that during my playthrough yes again, i don't i don't remember the specifics i mean it it's a lot of like you know magical psychic power stuff going on in the background and then uh despite that the that angel kubo had like a backup i guess should we get into that yeah go ahead yes he had a backup plan just in case uh, shiva's plan didn't work out uh so as we mentioned before rindo has the ability to turn back time and he uses that on multiple occasions to set things right to avoid losing the game or dying or any other terrible things that could happen it, it was uh, an amusing way they introduced it because that's how you meet nagi and she's basically pouting because she didn't get a, a photo of her o Otome guy. And somehow that caused them to lose the game and get eliminated. Um, so you have to go back in time and figure out a way to get that thing for her yeah, that. so that she'll join your group. Yes. Although, actually, you kind of miss it. But in the very beginning, uh, there there's like a, a truck is sent flying and then... That's when actually you don't know that he kind of turned like you, you don't really know that he turned back time at that point. But it's actually very even earlier than that. Stop a truck from crushing Fret. Well, it didn't stop the truck. They went in a different direction, so the truck never hit Fret to begin with. But and, no, and, um, each character that you play as has has kind of a different mind power. Like Rendo's is. Um, showing people how to remember things yeah that's right nagi does like a, a deep dive she can go into people's minds to uh, uh to get at the noise that are causing their emotions to like it's causing negative emotions and did did a numbers obsessed guy have one uh no he didn't okay so it's basically the, the yeah. kind of you do kind of get that uh I, I think it's because of beat that you can do that like you press the b button to like do that uh weird like surfing to the music oh right i think that was technically beats ability it, it basically your fast travel slide to yeah make getting through the city easier yes that i, w I always love doing um so, so that's pretty much how you're solving a bunch of a bunch of the puzzles and each day it kind of involves either solving a puzzle or fighting a, a, yeah fighting yeah the uh territory I, th I think they were called scrambles. Yes, those are scrambles. Um, those were my favorite thing because they involved the combat. And I don't know about you, but I could not get enough of the combat in this game. It is very fun. Like, I remember for some reason, like, at the very beginning, I had a hard time, like, using it. I felt like I was just uh, using up the pins too quickly. But I guess you just get into a good rhythm and then when finding out which pins work well together. Yeah, and, and some of the enemies in this game are just beyond annoying. Like, the sharks that you can't attack because they're always going underneath. Mm-hmm underneath the ground the jellyfish that have shields around them that zap you if you try to hit them oh and they multiply like crazy oh and the chameleons that you can't hit until they become visible you can Compl sort of hit them if you're lo like very lucky but yeah, yeah they are super annoying and they heal other enemies mm, i very forgot about that um the the elephants that hit like a truck <laughs> <laughs> um I, I the few times that i died it was because of them um the the rhinos that also hit like trucks yes and you, you have to attack them from behind you can't attack their front they're heavily armored and and i will admit i think part of the reason why some of some of the combat got a little bit difficult was because um, of the auto lock on so you couldn't really fr freely move the camera so it was very easy to get blindsided by enemies right. off screen yeah yeah um what did you end up put what difficulty did you stick it or stick it at the most was it normal or easy uh normal okay for the most part i think maybe it's Actually, no, I, I think near the end, because uh, I'll get into that a little later, I did go, move down to easy to try to finish it a little more quickly. I think I ended up doing the same thing, especially since the, those late game noise just get 
crazy hard. Yeah, they do. Um, well, luckily, you get plenty of pens to kind of counteract that. And I, I think the pen system this time around is really neat. Uh, well, well not, not just because you get so many of them, but because did they? I can't remember the last time did they have uh, elements assigned to them too. Um, I don't recall. So I'm not sure if they're. I I don't recall. Um, I don't think they did because p- picking the right pen for they're the right pen element for each button was kind of important mm-hmm. um since you tended to get the combo meter up higher if you hit enemy weaknesses and how frustrating it got sometime where it's like well i don't have anything electric for my the triggers but i i still want to keep to keep all my pins back you know, have like a nice little range of elements to t- tackle any given situation. And <laughs> d- dealing with that and then being OCD about wanting to level up all the pens and evolve them and stuff. I, I never finished the pen collection. I, in either game. Sorry, you could out there. I, I neither have I in either of the, either of two games. And, and I really wanted to so bad because I, I think the, the pen system in this is so cool. Um, it it makes combat a lot of fun just being able to experiment with different setups. Uh, yeah, different combo. Try to get different combos. Um, yeah, yeah. Usually starting out with some of the AOE attacks on the shoulder buttons to kind of soften them, and then get going in with the uh, more twi- twitchy rapid fire attacks on the face buttons. Yeah, and I I tried to avoid anything that involved holding and releasing as much as possible because I could not get the hang of that rhythm at all those i i used to have a few of those at a time uh it can be tricky but i've learned how to like use that along with the more like uh slashing type like the slashy type pins yeah yeah and then the cl- clothing system comes back mm-hmm. a lot of different uh like mostly different um brands this time around although i think they're still based on the chinese zodiac with just a few returning like jupiter of the monkey um and uh key grip punks and i'm probably another one that i'm forgetting right now and again and and again i'm not too keen on the clothing like i i i put on whatever has the best stats and i'm sure it's a mess oh i i'm the same way too yeah i'm sure it's not like you can't see the clothing on the characters or anything but when you look at the menu it's just like you're wearing this strange top with that other that other that's strange accessory i i gotta hand it to the artists they they made me really want to actually try some of the clothing that they put in the game especially the the tiger punks mm. line um though f- fun fact i i learned that the one line that was the most expensive one whose name i'm definitely blanking on was based off of a real clothing line because no Tetsuya Nomura knows the guy that runs it, and the guy that runs that shop is based off of that clothing line guy. Right. At least I don't know about the real life one, but I, the Indian one I think it's like black honey chili cookie. Yeah, because um, in the in the trivia video I watched this morning, they, they said that 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 shop's whole line is based off of real stuff, and it's it's also the most expensive one in the game. Yes, you could spend because you can. There's a lot of chances to earn money, not just from battles, but also you get a lot of extra pins that you can sell and you'll need it if you want to buy up all, all like if you want to buy up everything yeah i was constantly broke uh, all the time because every time i'd find a new clothing shop it's like oh what's in here i'm gonna buy all the pens and all oh, these clothings look so good and now i'm broke <laughs> I, I need to go put the difficulty up a couple of notches and go fight some things and then come back Mm-hmm. Um, did the original game have the food system? Yes, yes. So it was pretty much the same way. You ate food, and then you had to fight battles to digest it. Yeah. At the time, I didn't realize that those uh, st- stats that you got were permanent. I thought that that was just temporary buffs. Nope. And leveling up actually does not increase stats. All it does, it, except for HP, and huh. you're encouraged to lower your like. It's game is strange. You can actually control what level you're at, and mm-hmm. the lower your level the uh, more pins that you'll get or it increases chances of getting rare pins. So you're encouraged to go through the game at level one, basically, except for like, I I think I pumped it up for like certain boss battles where I just wanted to get through it. I didn't care about earning any pins from them. And it's like, I've seen a lot of people do like a personal challenge to get the entire like uh, the Noisopedia 
to be all, all like being at level one for all of them. Mm. Yeah, I, I had no idea that all the level affected was the hit points. Mm-hmm. Only um, hit points to I, raise everything else. You have to eat food. I I, sh- I should have just p- played through the game at the lowest level and drank a bunch of coffee. <laughs> and I I made that joke in the skit because when I was kind of doing my research, it was discovered it was discovered that coffee and boba tea are the two quickest ways to level up without spending the most amount of money. And it doesn't yes. even ma- matter if the characters like the food or not. Yeah, it's like if you, they like the food, there's a chance that they'll get a bonus, like a, what's called a tasty bonus, where one of their stats increases more or increases a stat that wasn't, that's normally not affected by the food, but it's minor and it's kind of random anyway. But you're kind of encouraged to experiment with it thanks to the social network slash this yeah. game's version of the skill tree. Yes. Um, getting into that, every single NPC in the game is represented on the skill tree and has different unlock conditions for um, being able to get special skills. Like, for example, you have to eat three things on the menu for the boba tea place. And then that, if you do that and unlock that, then it unlocks more things on the menu. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of the stuff is, is fixed and story-based, particularly with anything involving the Reapers or your characters. But then the, the shops and stuff have bonuses for basically buying a bunch of stuff. And I thought that that was such an interesting take on your standard skill tree. Yes, you do need to earn the use FP or friend points in order to uh, unlock these, uh, like these bone, these skills and abilities. And, and you get some, those. Uh, oh, go ahead. I, I, you can get them from dives, and I think some other ways. I don't quite recall how. And supposedly, there's enough. Uh, friend points in the game to get all the stuff mm-hmm. or to max out the skill tree yes in fact to get the secret reports you have to, like if you want all of them you have to 100 percent the uh the uh, social network now, now i i never bothered with the secret reports what what are what are those involved with so the secret reports just uh shed more light on the uh story and you can only earn them in the post like on a new game a new game plus or at least once you beat the game. And then a lot of them involve beating a certain hidden boss. And, but a bunch of them also involve like how much of the uh, the social network is unlocked. And I've only done, I only managed to unlock one so far. I, I kind of want, I, I, I'm still debating, but I think I want to try to get all the secret reports, but we'll see. Oh, no more games in his secret reports. <laughs> I feel like every game he does does that. Are they usually this hidden? Yeah. Ah. Yeah, because... I, I tried to get all the secret reports in Dirge of Cerberus, and that those you had to is basically like a pixel hunt. You uh, had to shoot certain things on the screen. Um, that that was not fun. But then again, that game sucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I and this game does something that I really appreciate, and it makes sense given the the structure of the narrative that you can go back and play any day um anytime you want because mm-hmm. the game is yeah the game is split up into three weeks and seven days per week and each day is basically a chapter of the game mm-hmm. with usually the la- the last day slash chapter involving it the huge boss fight and a plot dump but but for me at least it really helped with the pacing because I when I was playing this I I tried to finish at least a cha- uh, day a night maybe maybe two if some of the, the the tasks were a little bit shorter than others yes uh, I couldn't I, I I don't get enough time to play at night so I took me a, took me a bit longer to do that uh, although I did do the another day in like a, and that one's short like an, an, the, the another day is a special bonus chapter that is after the end of the game that's purposefully takes place in like an alternate universe although I noticed that the characters were a little less out of character than compared to the first uh, world ends with you uh, but uh, that one can be finished pretty quickly yeah um sp- speaking of the first game i i have haven't got a chance to mention this yet so 
the port of the first game of the first world ends with you on switch came with an, an extra chapter and, and that that's what you were talking about the one more day thing i uh, know that there no that's actually that that is a, yet an additional day okay gotcha um apparently there were characters in that chapter that were kind of important to this game's story and that because i didn't play that remake uh all that stuff was completely over my head. Yes, uh, that was she. Her what was her name again? Coco. She shows up in that special bonus on the uh, Switch remake, and then she shows up again in this game. Although she's kind of like a, a an entirely different design. I didn't recognize her. Not a different design, but a, like her, like she's wearing a completely different outfit. And, At and, least, and her hair is different too. And isn't it that character that gives uh, Rindo his time travel powers? No, that's not. Uh, you're thinking of Kubo is the one that at least he introduced the pin that gave him that. that oh, okay. Gotcha. Ne- never mind. Um, but after, after finding out that out today, doing my research, it's like, well, no wonder there were certain points at the, in the game where I was completely lost. Hmm. But once again, that's an Omura game for you, put, putting critical information in a, in a chapter and a port. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I, I give Nomura so much crap. I love him as a character designer, but he drives me crazy with... Uh, with his plots. <laughs> with his plots. Uh, see Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yes, and also who shows up, the uh, Tsugumi, who was a... Uh... Showed up at the end, at the well, at the end of both the uh, remake and the original, like uh, port to iOS, iOS and Android. Actually, I'm not sure if that ever went into the Android, the solo mix, and I don't even think it's available on iPhone anymore. Probably as well. not. But yeah, she showed up as like uh, because as a first hint that they were finally going to make a sequel at some point, and apparently there was just so much time passed, so much time had passed that they kind of changed the story around her, and she be- ended up becoming much less important <laughs> to the sequel than she was pro- originally intended. Sugumi's that girl who's very quiet at first in, in the Ruin Bringers, and then you later find out that she's a that she's a reaper. Uh, but her soul, for some reason, is inside Mr. Mew. I don't quite remember. It's like a very confusing sequence of events that led up to that. And they yeah, need to I... free her soul from it. But that involved getting Shiki involved, too. Yeah. Um, and an epic boss fight with Mr. Mew. Yes. I, I should have bought that plush. I, I was broke at the time, and now I don't think it's available anymore. Aww. Oh, well. Um. Now, now uh, before they put this game out, they put out an anime of the original game. Did you watch that at all? I did. Um, I did. Was I thought like it's? I think it should have been longer than twelve. It's twelve or thirteen episodes, but otherwise, I thought it was a pretty good adaptation. Um, was there anything that kind of linked the two games in that too? Uh, no, I, I have heard that the the the, the, the uh, story is meant to be more of a sequel to the anime and not the game, but it's not really that much different. Unless maybe it's because they used um they they used modern smartphones in the anime as opposed to the flip phones from the uh, DS game. Oh, right. So maybe that's why they meant, because three years ago, if three years had passed, three years, they had pretty sure three, three years from like 2008. Uh, they started having smartphones, I guess, but still they look too modern to be uh, just three years. So maybe yeah. that's what they were talking about. But otherwise, it's a pretty straight close adaptation with uh it, it's just kind of, the animation is just kind of the anime is just kind of rushed as again it is kind of short and i feel like if you're haven't played the game already certain plot points won't make as much sense hmm. so, so i guess that answers sort of answers my next question how faithful of, a, of an adaptation is it uh pretty faithful just uh could stand to be a little to, to better paced oh uh, okay um I don't watch a lot of animes based off of video games because I got I felt burned pretty bad by this Sands of Destruction <laughs> incident <laughs> where the two things had nothing to do with each other. Yeah, that's not that's not the case here. It is meant to be a, it's a fairly faithful if rushed adaptation. Ah. Does it use the same animation style as the this this game as Neo? Um I mean, it looks similar enough, I suppose. It certainly is the same art style. Uh, well, I, I wasn't sure 
because I saw for a brief glance of the anime and some of the videos I watched this morning, and I wasn't sure if it was kind of trying to go for that cell shaded style like uh, B stars uh, and, like, and like the in game cutscenes. Uh, it's not. Uh, um, it, it, they do more three D for things like the noise, which uh, makes uh. yeah, which you know makes sense because that's how they look in uh, at least that they do look like that in Neo. Yeah, where they're all three D. Got gotcha. Um, I'm, I might have to check out the anime the next time I I need something to watch. Um, <clears throat> mainly because I've heard horror stories about the control scheme about the uh, switch port of the original game. Yeah, it could have it could stand to be better. <laughs> Because um, yeah, I I have that uh, final remix. I got it for Christmas one year. I just have not had a chance to touch it. And then pe- people were saying that well, there there's motion controls. So like, oh okay. Oh yeah, no, I never dealt with those. I just use the uh, the touch screen. Um, so we we I we covered the characters. We covered the battle system and story. Um, this is definitely one of those games that I did not play on mute because the music is just awesome in this game it's incredible it's just it's like the first game there's a lot of j-pop j-rock hip-hop and it just like the music sounds like it comes from you know it's it, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be what the music that, that you know the modern music that people are enjoying mm-hmm. and there's like a lot of good tracks in both english and japanese yeah th- there was several times that i just kind of sit, sit there and just let the music play on the map screen or mm-hmm. not not on the map screen just in in the gameplay screen itself where you're running around the map and just mm. it, it, i i loved a lot of the, mu- the music in this it was so good and i'm not even really into j-pop again it's it, it is very good and i also like collecting the different cds so you can listen to the different songs on the uh, when you're in the uh, menu Mm-hmm. And you can learn the names. I mean, I have, I, 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 I got, and I got the soundtrack as a gift. But still, it's very nice to have it all. Yeah. When I, when I booted up the game this morning to kind of refresh my memory, I saw I was missing one CD at the very end. Oh. And I was like, why did I not pick that up? I wonder where, where it is. I think you can just buy them all. So I, 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 j- I guess I just need to go find whatever shop it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> side tangent, that, that being said, I, I was kind of disappointed with the Tower Records in Osaka because it was just one floor versus the Tower Records in Tokyo that has multiple floors. Multiple floors, yeah. Yeah, I was in there too. Because the last time I was there, I was like, oh my god, I'm in music heaven. <laughs> and this time I'm like, half of the store is dedicated to J-pop and K- K-pop, which is fine, but I can't find video games soundtracks. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it honestly made me want to tell my husband, let's take the Shinkansen to Tokyo for one night <laughs> so we can go to the real Tower Records. Um, I- I'm an old fart that misses uh, music stores very much, by the way. Yeah. I miss them too. Um, so, kind of getting into price and availability, I, I saw that used copies of the game and even some new copies are going for, from like twenty to thirty bucks for physical. Um, and and something I never see happen was that the uh, PS4 version on Amazon was sold out, but the Switch version was still available. Um, Very strange. Which, yeah, which system did you play this on, by the way? Switch. I played it on Switch. Okay, because I played it on PS4. Uh, did did it run okay? It ran fine. It runs fine. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe people just want, wanted to see the beautiful graphics on the big screen. Maybe. Um. Or or they just bought PS5s and were trying to uh find find stuff to play on it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think I played. Yeah, I did play this on my PS4 or PS5 because I had just gotten it that summer. Um. But, but yeah, the game the game's also on Steam though. It's it's still at full price, but it also goes on sale all the time for 40 to 30 to 40 uh like i said at the beginning of the show this game didn't really sell all that well and i don't understand why because i i think it's a really good just just really good solid jrpg overall and a jrpg that doesn't do a lot of the jrpg things that get on people's Mm -hmm. nerves like random battles and fantasy settings and 
I, I think it's a very original story. Um, <laughs> the only real JRPG thing that it that it does that might annoy some people is you know the game is still anime as hell. <laughs> um, but but that being said, I I would highly recommend it to anybody that that wants to play something in a more modern setting to, to check it out because um, the gameplay is fun, the music is amazing. Uh, the game is beautiful to look at, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, it's a, for me, it's like a solid four out of five. Yes, it's not quite as impactful, I find, as the first game, but I, I think it is a very, it is a very worthy sequel to a very worthy follow-up to the first game it's just like which it's original in certain ways that even this game can't quite top but it also it also kind of tops it in other ways so but it's very good and if you enjoyed the first game definitely pick this one up yeah i don't i don't see why anybody that enjoyed the first game wouldn't um, unless they're just I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Really what like I'm trying to touch say. I don't know. Yeah. Really miss the touch screen. I don't know. It's it's not a world ends with you without a touch screen controls. Like no, I, <laughs> I like this control scheme a little bit better. It's uh not annoying. It's the not annoy my husband control scheme. <laughs> yeah. Um. The and also the not break my wrist or the bottom screen uh touch or controls. Um, so I don't think I think we pretty much covered ev- everything unless you have any, can think of anything I mean I like that there's actually like it's not quite full voice acting but there's a lot more voice act there like the be- beginning and end of chapters and it's all really good too yeah yeah I forgot to comment on that um, I-, I-, I love just what a dork uh, Fred is yep. his voice actor nailed nailed that yeah, I really liked uh, Sh- uh, Shoka to really caught her snarkiness and sass. Mm-hmm. Oh, w- one more thing I do want to add. So at the beginning of the game, R- Rendo is playing Fango, which I didn't realize until today was supposed to be a uh, Final Fantasy Go. Yes. <laughs> Why isn't that a real thing? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they're working pr- on it. Pr- probably. Well, the real answer is they were probably working on uh, Dragon Quest Go or whatever that uh, walk that clone of Pokemon Go was with dragon quest which i don't even think is around anymore and that was their attempt at a go <laughs> oh it's still around oh oh it is oh, okay oh yes i had a feeling I... I would summon you again with that <laughs> at the sound of dragon quest he appears just say it three yeah. times um no it's it's the minecraft one that shut down now that i remember and uh, f- funnily enough Didn't the harry know, potter one shut down too I, oh yeah i think so um the, the the funny thing was that you know being in Japan for two weeks, um, browsing social media, it switched my phone to Japanese ads, and I guess there there's a Monster Hunter one coming out now. Uh, it's out. Okay. Uh, I've heard people on podcasts talk about it, and mm-hmm. they're like. <laughs> You know, it's it's just the same thing again, but there's not as many monsters. I guess it's almost like if it was like all raids. Ah, so okay. A couple of people I heard got pretty bored pretty quickly. Got See. deep into it, and then like two weeks later, it was done. Like, okay, we've we've gone through this gameplay loop before. Yeah. Um. When I was in Japan in 2019, I burned my phone battery every night playing Pokemon Go because I was actually in a place that had stuff. Mm-hmm. And this time around, I didn't even install it, reinstall it, because I I'm so I was so done with that game. And it sucks because I love Pokemon to death. But I was not happy when they walked back a lot of the stuff that uh, they put in for the pandemic. Um, because I, I live in an area where there... <laughs> I have to like drive to the nearest McDonald's just to go to a Pokestop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I didn't like how a lot of those changes were very ableist. So it's like, nope, I'm, I'm done. Uh, a little tangent, but I'll, I'll play a Final Fantasy Go game. No, who knows? Maybe someday. Maybe someday, even though it'll be riddled with microtransactions and probably <laughs> shut, shut down in a year. But I'll still play it. I, I'm a it's little better bit better to have loved and lost. I'm a little bit frustrated with Ever Crisis, if you can't tell. <laughs> um, so, so we're complaining about other games. I think it's time to have a musical interlude and then go into the round table. Um, unless I forgot anything. I don't think I did. Nope. Nope. Okay. Well, a- enjoy this piece of music from the amazing new World Wins With You soundtrack, and we will be back with the round table.
RPG Backtrack, where we are now getting into the round table. Um, though it's it's more like just a little bistro table because it's just me and Cass going back and forth talking about kind of our favorite things about the game. Uh, mm-hmm. Since it's just the two of us, um, did did you have a favorite funniest moment or fun- uh, so, memorable moment? Yes, yeah, so I guess memorable for sure because it's uh, it's the I, my, yeah the memorable moment is the one the, the point. Uh, near the end, when it's revealed who Swallow is, so uh, Rindo has a like an like an online only friend he met through FanGo named Swallow, and it's like a bit of a mystery as to who Swallow is, and and they're somehow in the game, or maybe they're not in the game, and he's just somehow texting them to the real through the real world. But as it turns out, Swallow had been Shoka the whole time, and then you s- and then it's really like uh, it's just kind of like I kind of should seen that coming in hindsight. I was still surprised by that. And then uh, it's also touching because it's uh, at, this is the end where the uh, noise that the angel Kubo has unleashed to destroy Shibuya had a deleted or like in the process of deleting her. So it's also a touching moment with Rindo as well. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's my favorite moment because it's uh, like it's you know, it's not nice to see that come out since those two had become much closer friends. This, uh, and then it, it turns out, oh, yeah, they, they, had, they had been friends the whole time. Like they were friends for even longer than just when she joined up the party. Oh, cool. Yeah, I I felt like I kind of saw that coming um, just because they kind of made such a big deal about it. Hmm. Not, not that not that that was a bad thing because i always try to guess who's going to be what in video games um unless it's unless it's horribly predictable but i i digress um i think my favorite moment was the boss fight with the giant uh cat doll uh, against mr mew yeah j- just because it was so absurd it was funny <laughs> the, this cute little doll it's a, a kaiju and i'm beating it up and I also remember that being kind of a tough boss fight. Yes, it was. It was. Um, Mr. Mew doesn't fuck around. <laughs> nope. Um, so, so going from there, did, who was your favorite character? So I went into it. So it's Shoka. I like how at first she was like, she's snarky, sassy, and kind of mean-spirited because she doesn't get along with the kid. She's supposed to be the Reaper that's like helping guide the newbies, but she's kind of bored of her job. And then later on, she gets closer to them and then she helps them in a way that gets her kicked out of the Reapers. And she's made to become a player at that point. And uh, and I do like how she cha- how she changes becoming more becoming like more open to everybody, kinder, and gets closer to Rindo as well. And I find them pretty cute. Oh, yeah. They did have a cute little dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um for me, it's kind of a toss-up between Nagi and Shoga. Um, just because, well, Nagi is basically me in video game form, um, obsessed with video games, wears thick glasses, and <laughs> obsesses over a particular character. Um, th- though, in my case, that's Red 13, not uh, Hot Otome Bishi Boy. Th- though, come to think of it i do have a lot of orange merchandise too so i don't know but i i related a lot with nagi but then i also related a lot with uh shoga um just because you know she's clearly a goth girl which Mm -hmm. is how i was in high school and also the snarky attitude and the cat hoodie that i would love to have so so yeah them too i i love i i very nearly got shook bought shoga's action figure but i went back on it because it, it, you know square figures are really expensive and it's like ah uh, mm-hmm. i don't, don't have really either. I, I don't have space for this right now mm-hmm. um but but i still want the mr mew mr mew hoodie yes yeah um but th- th- that's us my, my love for cats trumps all trumps all um now I, I retired this question initially, but I had to bring it back for this game because it had such memorable music. Did you have a particular favorite song? I have. I, there's a lot of songs I like, but I guess it. I, I can pick between two: uh, "Last Call" and um, "Unpainted." "Last Call" is, uh, I believe, is the music used during the battle against Mr. Mew, and I think it can show, just show up randomly as well. Ah, uh, and then um, uh, un, yeah, "Unpainted" is the one again, the battle against Sheba, the game master. Um, my my standout track. Um, I mean, it's probably going to be basic, but the uh, bat- battle music 
just because of how, how hard it slaps. Um, uh, which it, it, probably the one from chapter or from week two, mm. um, just because I think that was the most time that I had spent in the game. Uh, and that, that was when I kind of started being obsessed with trying to farm for pins and um, run, running around trying to chain up a bunch of fights. So I heard that song a lot, and it ended up being kind of my favorite. Okay. Um, th- though I- I'm sure if I pull up the soundtrack on YouTube right now, or YouTube or Spotify right now, I could probably pick a couple of tracks now that I think about it. It's just the the battle music is what comes to mind the most because of how awesome it is. There's a lot of, yes, and I, I, I always like how the battles, like the music is constantly changing. Uh, there's no one set. There's like this, they draw from this pool of different music that's intended for battles. And it's a really nice variety. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so did you have any memories while you was playing this game? Any Anything uh, going on? Not, nothing too much. Uh, I do remember, like, I hadn't play, started playing the game. But I, I played a little bit of it to try to get some in before our Game of the Year, like RP Gamers Game of the Year votings went on, just so I could say, okay, I played it for the, the year of 2021. And then I didn't get back to it until almost the same time. La- well, I, I started much later last year. And then I was trying to hurry through the game, which is why I dropped it down to easy because I wanted to get to Pokemon Scarlet Violet. Oh, right. As quickly as possible. So yeah. I mean, nothing much other than remembering how I was playing. Um, but yeah, not too much. The main thing I remember is I, I played it at launch. I got the PS4 version because something else was coming out at the same time and I was trying to have okay I'm playing this on uh, PS5 and playing this on Switch and I can't remember for the life of me what that other game was I'd have to look up release dates but the the thing I remember most was that Anna was playing it too and she kept message she was way ahead of me and kept messaging me was like oh my god this character showed up (laughs) and I was like who? from from the first game oh (laughs) I I remember so little from the first game, not because I didn't like it, but because it was more than a a decade. Yeah. Because I, I, that was me, like right out of my, in the middle of my first job out of college playing that. Um, and I can't remember if my parents got me the first game for Christmas, now that I'm thinking about it on the DS. But, but, Anyway, that that's the side of here more dare. Just I felt I was I was just wondering, I should have played the first game before this and I never got around to it and now I'm regretting it because all these characters are showing up and, and Anna's all excited about them and I'm like, <laughs> Oh, that's who that is. <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, not a whole lot of memorable memories from that, but that for me that was pretty funny. Uh, and and that puts a bow on that because um, mm. I, I think we've both been dying to talk about this game for a while. Yes, yes. Um, one of my one of my favorites of that year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, definitely one of mine. And yes, anyone who's that if they're out there listening, pick a, you know pick up this game, give it a, you know please give it a shot, even if you haven't played the first game. And while there's a lot of references to it, I'm pretty sure you can understand this story perfectly well oh, yeah. without having played the first game. It's oh, just oh, a yeah. little a bon- It's just a bonus if you have played it and can recognize these older characters. Yeah, because I mean I I still understood. Most of what was going on in the story, it's it's a Nomura plot, so not all of it, but <laughs> enough to know what was going on without remembering everybody. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I still remembered the major characters. Like I, I squeed when Joshua showed up. I'm not gonna lie, I yes. was happy to see him again. But um, yeah, you know, Square really the past two years has kind of tried to pull out all of their classics to see what sticks. And they've said recently that that a lot of that stuff wasn't successful, and that makes me sad because I I wish that they would go back to some of their more obscure titles like this and Valkyrie Profile and Star Ocean and, gosh, what else? Uh, Mana. Uh, You could go really obscure. Pull out a sequel to Threads of Fate, for God's sake. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yep, that's Um, definitely obscure. Yeah, but um, I I love the mainstream titles, but I, I, these spinoffs are just so original, and I wish that they would put more time into them. And especially a game like this that is really original compared Mm -hmm. to what a lot of JRPGs offer. And when when people tell me they don't like JRPGs, I usually recommend either this game or the first game. 
because of how unique they are. What the again? It is again a very original. That that is the name of the, so this game: originality, mm-hmm. creative, unique, and kick-ass music. Very, very excellent music. Um. So so we're kind of continuing with a unique theme for the month. Uh. T- technically, this. Technically, we started November, but with a different game. But there's three weeks in this month. (laughs) I don't know. Our our scheduling session was very weird because we've been chomping at the bit to do both. uh, I can't remember the subtitle for the first game other than Gestalt. And they just released it. But basically, it's the first Nier and then Nier Automata um, we're we're doing this month. So then the the next show is going to be the first Nier game. and and famously, that game is really weird for having two different versions with have the exact same story, but with two different pro- protagonists. And back in the day, they released uh, just the one with the dad protagonist um, on the PS3 and the Xbox. And then, like, what, 20, uh, 10 years later, they like, oh, well, let's put out this other one. And then add an extra chapter that ties into Nier Automata. Um, so so th- those are going to be some interesting, <laughs> interesting backtracks because I, the first game was weird, and I'm playing Automata right now, and I'm like, yeah, Yoko Taro is a weird guy, but <laughs> I, I appreciate weirdness. So that that being said, um, th- thank you, Cass, for ha- hanging out with me tonight, waxing poetic about such a classic yet amazing game yes you're welcome and and thank you matt not only for hanging out tonight but for uh covering for me last show um i I, I drove 48 states you and took four weeks off over the past two years you get you get a week (laughs) for japan it's fine uh what's worse driving 48 states or one or two 12-hour flights oh i i'd I'd say the driving but you know they're, they're each their own pain yeah, see, I would rather do the driving because at least you can pull off and go to McDonald's. There's uh, that. In <laughs> a no, flight, uh, you're you're pretty no much McDonald's stuck. in the middle of the Pacific. No, no, <laughs> my my poor husband didn't eat for like twelve hours because the food that they served were just wasn't stuff that he liked. And when I called my sister to pick us up from the airport, I'm like, do, do me a favor. I will pay you back. Go to McDonald's and uh, pick up like four regular cheeseburgers because, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, four regular cheeseburgers and the biggest Diet Coke you can find because Vaughn hasn't eaten in 12 hours and I've barely drank in 12 hours because they were being stingy with the water bottles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um we were both tired so tired and hungry and cranky by the time we got home but but had, had a good vacation so good that's times. good that's good um at the very least i got some time to play near automata so that i can talk about it in four weeks but uh, that's neither here nor there the point is that i i'm so glad that i can d- depend on you matt and uh that i can i can leave and everything just be okay um, and and he's he's not here right now. But also thank you to Chris for uh, posting the show since I couldn't really mess with that on hotel Wi-Fi at a tablet. A- apparently, I couldn't even uh, put in the right time for the show tonight in the Discord <laughs> because my timetable was so messed up. Because um, because I always do it in, e- in Eastern time because most of our guests are East Coast people, and I was just like, oh, eight o'clock. That's that's when I start. Um, Luckily, Skype, when I scheduled the call, automatically adjusts. So thank mm-hmm. thank God for that. And um, I said thank you, listener, for ha- hanging out with us on these fine shows. We, we love doing this. Um, we're going to be having our scheduling session for the next year soon. Gosh, we've only got three shows left this year, Matt. I know. I was looking at the numbers. I'm like, mm. oh, boy, we're running. We're running low. I, I, I have need to hit somebody up. I need to hit somebody up to do a little song and dance for us next Year. Oh. My voice ain't up for what I wanted to do, but we got we have plenty enough time this time for it. Oh yeah, and sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll just, we'll just that, that's our that, 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 that's the preview for our next uh, intro. Sad. Uh, so seeing it in our folder is like oh. 
I, I forgot that that was the thing this week, and now I'm sad. Did but we cause that? No, we're not going to claim no. that one. No, we're not going to claim that one. We're not a 90s TV show cast, even though that's our theme songs. Now we're we're a nostalgia cast for old-ass RPGs. <laughs> um, old, old being two years ago, because I, I, I feel like two years ago was forever. Well, that Lately, being said, it seems so. Lately, indeed. Well, well, that being said, thank you, dear listener, for hanging out with us. We will see you in a pair of weeks for a near replicant. That was the subtitle, near replicant and near gestalt. I'll be curious to hear which people played which game. Um, but yes, we'll see you in a pair of weeks. Have a very good rest of your day, and we we'll hope you'll see you. We'll see you later. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye.